0: well welcome to the messenger podcast where our mission is to develop uncompromising followers of christ who transform our world we want to use this podcast to share truths that will position you to experience god's best in your life and in your world i have matt joya our staff pastor in the house with me today matt how are you
1: I'm good. I'm excited about this topic.
0: Yeah, so what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about truth and we're talking about being a truth teller truth in somebody's life.
0: Tell us.
1: Tell us. Tell us. Whoa,
0: you went to Umbrella. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> that's not, exactly where yeah, I was going. That was like a faded Eller. I guess I can see why you went there. Anyway, so we need to have a conversation about you not singing Umbrella anymore. We need to have a truthful conversation about you moving past that wow. era of music.
1: See, thank you. I actually set you up on that. I don't even know yeah. that song
0: very well. Yeah. And you, uh, you know it too well. Yeah. That's, Let's just be honest. Okay. So right. truth, truth telling. Yes. This is, this, is a, this is a real thing. And I think we live in a world where people are terrified of truth. Because people, they've done one of two things. They either systematize and categorize everything based off of their limited understanding of truth, right? Right. Or they're unwilling to have any conviction or any opinion because they're terrified of what they don't know. And what I like to say is truth isn't subjective, but its discovery is subject to a journey. So truth emanates from the person of Jesus Christ. So this idea of truth, it is an infinite subject, right? Right. But God has revealed things to us in his word and in the person of Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus prayed in John 17, 17, I believe it is. He said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Jesus also said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so we as believers, we as Christians, we believe that we are connected to Jesus Christ who, who is truth and his spirit animates our lives. And because his spirit animates our lives, we can live in truth we can live as a representation of truth, but that's not an easy thing to do.
1: No, it's not. That's so good the way that you put that, Addison. And um, and that's why I think this is going to lead into what we're talking about. It's just, it's not enough just to to be in the word. We need to have people yeah. in our life that are open and honest, and, and we have to have a, a spirit that's willing to receive correction.
0: And not even just in spiritual matters, but in practical matters. Absolutely. Like you were making a joke about something in the gym recently.
1: No, I was I was just telling you the other day, you and I were in the gym, yeah. Because we work out together. We work out together, and and you're a big upper body guy. Wow. And, and, and I'm a we're big go, we're going there. Yeah. Okay. We, you know where this is going. <laughs> oh, where did you think it was going? I don't know. And I'm a big lower body guy, and and so maybe some of you can relate to this. But um, hashtag Addi-
0: chicken legs. Is that and, where you're going?
1: Addison likes to bail out a little bit on his squat. So wow. in other words, you should, in proper form, put your butt all the way or as close to the ground as you can. It's a little bit easier when you stop when you're about at your hip level. And so sometimes Addison likes to kind of stop at that level and push back up. And that's when I have to say, all the way to the floor, all the way to the floor. And I do that because I care about him. Thank you, Matt. I care about his thighs. I care about his legs. I want him to be proportionate with his upper <laughs> body. And so that's why I am a truth teller in the gym. But it's Yeah, it's, it's the things in the gym and in your style of clothing, things like that. But um, more importantly... <laughs> More importantly, you know, the word of God, when we yeah. see somebody is, is drifting off the, the path that God has for them, or even they're drifting into sin, especially.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we need truth tellers in our lives because none of us have the full perspective, right? No right. matter how good we are at seeing the things around us, we are missing out on the big picture because we have limited perspective. Did you know, have you ever noticed that phenomenon when you drive home And then you get home you're like, wait a second, what just happened? All the time. Did I see anything on my drive home, right? (laughs) Right. Well, what's happening is something called pattern backfill. So your brain is actually using images from previous drives home and filling that, like filling your mind with those images because it doesn't want to process all the new data that's coming in while you're driving home.
1: That's actually terrifying. It is terrifying. To think (laughs) about the person on the other side of the white line, (laughs) his mind is like somewhere else. That just terrifies me. But we
0: are, we're unintentionally blind. We are. And so we need people in our lives who are willing to speak truth into us, to speak truth over us. And there's really, there's three keys, I think, to being a truth teller. Number one, you have to genuinely love the person. Like, you know, you know, those people are like all about truth, but they hate people. Yes. So they basically use truth as a way, quote unquote, truth as a way to just demean and belittle people. Yeah. That's not, that's not what we're talking about here. Right. You have no business No business speaking truth into someone's life if you are unwilling
1: to die for them. You have no business opening your mouth, really, (laughs) if you don't love them. And essentially what you're saying is there's a right way to be right. And that's one of the things that I have to, you know, with my children, you know, they like, sometimes they like to tattletale. You know, so maybe one of my children is doing the wrong thing, but my child isn't coming in love to be able to share that. They just want to see their brother, their sibling. (laughs) I hate that. I know. I can't stand it. And so imagine what God thinks when he's looking at his children and we're like so quick to point something out, not because we love that person Mm. or we care about that person. um, It's because we want them to be punished or we want them to be embarrassed. Or we want
0: to be right. Right. We just, yeah, we want to be right. We like being right. So Matt, when I think of truth tellers and truth telling, I think of Jesus, naturally the way, the truth and the life. And there's a really interesting interaction between Jesus and Peter in Matthew 16. So in Matthew 16, we find this moment where Peter says to Jesus, you are the son of God, the Messiah. And Jesus celebrates that and says, I'm gonna build my church on you, right? And yeah. then just four verses later, Jesus calls this same Peter, the Peter who he said, I'm gonna build my church on, he calls him Satan. I mean-
1: That's a long for, walk with not, Jesus. Not, not four, not, yeah,
0: not four chapters later, four verses later. Yeah. And, and why? Why did, why did Jesus call Peter, Satan, well, I'll tell you why Jesus had vision for Peter's life. Because he had spoken prophetically over him a few verses later, mm-hmm. he couldn't allow the, the fear um, that was rooted in self-preservation that Peter spoke from. That's what Jesus mm-hmm. was correcting that Peter yep. spoke from. He couldn't allow that to define Peter's life and Peter's destiny. So that's a phenomenal thing that he was willing to call Peter Satan, but he did that because he saw who Peter would become. Yeah. And that's the second thing is you have to have vision for someone to be mm-hmm. a truth teller. Yep. You have to have vision for their lives. Jesus had a vision for Peter's life. He saw what was on Peter. And so he was willing to say, hey, Peter, you're you're missing it right now. See, Jesus understood better than any of us that we're all works in progress. Right. So he could correct Peter without rejecting him. I think so many of us, we reject truth tellers because when people speak a hard truth over our lives or into our lives, we're like, no, no, I can't receive that because we view that as rejection as opposed to a sign of their vision or their belief in us.
1: Yeah, I, and I liken it to a coach. You know, I was reading a book the other day and it said that the, um, next to a father, second, a coach will have the biggest influence, especially in a male's life. And, uh, I, I think about the coach because the coach sees the vision of who you can become. And so a coach can give you encouragement, but is also going to bring that correction. But you receive that correction because you know, they see something beyond what you see. So you submit to that. And because of that strong relationship, um, you're able to grow into, you know, the athlete that you were created to be, but that's a, that's a healthy way to look at that yeah. correction.
0: Yeah. And thank God for the people in our lives right. who see beyond who we are in this moment. Right, And God, more than anyone else, sees beyond who we are in this moment. He sees us as we will be, as we should be, and he calls us by that name today in this moment and moves us toward that future reality. That's a phenomenal thing. That's a phenomenal gift, a vision, of hope, of faith, of love. And so the second thing is vision. The third thing is courage. You have to have courage to be a truth teller. You have to have courage to receive truth from a truth teller. It's not easy. It's not easy to hear, hey, you're missing it, my friend. Hey, right. it's not easy to hear. You've been, you've been going the wrong way. Here's my feedback on that. And the reality is your true tellers don't always have to be right, right? I mean, right. there are times when you're true tellers in your life, they're gonna be wrong, but the important thing is to give them a voice into your life. right? Ultimately, you need to run whatever they say against the peace that the Holy Spirit will give you and against God's word, but you have to have people who have that place in your life. You have to have the courage to give them that place in your life.
1: Absolutely. The last thing in the world you want is to isolate everybody and anybody that's ever brought correction into your life. Uh, you're never going to be able to grow. You're never going to be able to lo- move forward because I can just tell you right now, I don't know you, but you're not perfect. Yeah. And so that's God right. is doing a work inside of you. And again, what Addison is saying is that everybody in your life, in your sphere of influence has a different vantage point and you would be wise to heed and humble yourself to be able to receive that. Yeah. Of course, run it against the word of God. But in that moment, uh, receive it and then take it to prayer. Yeah. Well, and
0: Paul says in first Corinthians 13 that we all know in part. So the reality is we need to do this in community. We right. need to have truth tellers in our world that can speak truth into our lives because we all have our blind spots. So number one, we need to be willing to love and receive love, right? Because if you're not doing it from a place of love, that quote unquote truth right. is not going to hit home. It just won't. There, and maybe down the road, they'll be able to hear that truth from someone else but they're not going to be able to hear it from you because right. i believe i personally believe that intimacy has to precede revelation so the old saying like people don't care what you know until they know that they don't. that you care like, yeah that's so really good yeah people don't care what you know until they know that you care like that's that's fair fe- that's very true yeah that's it, so good so the second thing is vision You have to have a vision for your own life. You have to realize, number one, God's taking me someplace that's beyond where I'm at today. And number two, you need to surround yourself with people who have vision for your life beyond who you are today and what you're doing today. And then the third one is the courage, the courage to step out and be a true teller and the courage to receive from the true tellers in your world.
1: Right. So it takes courage on both parts. It both takes parts. courage to open your mouth and say, hey, you know, I want to share this with you. I've been seeing you kind of moving in this direction. And it has courage to be able to receive that in the moment. And again, you you got to, that's where trust has really grown. That's where intimacy's grown. Right. You go through something hard like right. that and you don't run.
0: Right. You exactly. dig in together. Yep. Anything else really is just artificial intimacy. Absolutely. That's so good, Addison. It's superficial, it's shallow. The moment the boat rocks. People are going to run their separate ways. And you and I, we've been friends for 13 years, close close friends for yes. 13 years. You stood in my wedding. I stood in your wedding. Yes. And we've had many, many truth talks throughout our years. Yeah, we have. And they've only brought us closer
1: together. Absolutely. No, absolutely. You, You need those people. I mean, I... You know, we, we were with each other when we were single, yep. when we had our first children, you know, the, the highs and lows of life. And uh, you have to open yourself up to those people that, you know, can bring that kind of correction. I, there's a lot of correction you brought to me. And, and the reality is too, you have to show
0: people that you want to be a truth teller and right. you want to receive from truth tellers, So you got to start by being honest with yourself. And I think that first step is saying like, look, I don't have it all together. So I need people to speak truth into my life. And so I'm going to position people in right. my world to be true tellers.
1: And that's humility.
0: And God gives grace to the humble. Right. There and you resist go. Resist the proud, so. Come on, man. Well, Matt, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. It's always so much fun having you in the studio. I love you, Addison. You're a great friend. I love you, man. And I want to remind everyone that Adamant, My mom's new book, Adamant, Finding Truth in a Universe of Opinions, is out now. You got to get it. So talking about truth, talking about opinions, talking about being truth tellers, man, this message will hit home and you can visit IamAdamant.com to learn more about the book. So thank you so much for joining us today. We love to hear from you. Let us know how these messages and conversations are impacting you or let us know if there are certain topics that you would like to hear Matt tackle in the future. We would also appreciate if you would rate the show. Write a review only if it's like a 5-star rating, right? Do we take yeah. 4 stars or only 5?
1: we got to be open to correction, oh, we right? Oh, we wow. Oh, that see was intentional. That was yeah. okay, so if you're going to give us
0: a review, make sure it's really good feedback, constructive yeah. feedback. Yes. There we go. Okay. And if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends. Matt, that's it for today. Thanks again for being in the studio and everyone out there listening. We hope you enjoyed this. Be a true teller and position the people in your world to be true tellers.
1: Until next time. Thanks for listening to The Messenger Podcast. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. And be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram, and through our website at messengerinternational.org. Until next time.